0: Welcome to the program. I'm your host, Neil Howard, here on Health Professional Radio, and I'm real glad that you can join us for another segment. We're going to be speaking with Tammy Kratz this evening and Dr. Jacob Teitelbaum. Uh, Tammy's going to share her experience contracting COVID-19 after being technically virus-free. Her condition worsened into what's being called long COVID. Welcome to Health Professional Radio, both uh, Tammy Kratz and Dr. Jacob Teitelbaum. Thank you both for joining us. And Neil, Thank great you. to be with you. Great. Well, uh, first of all, Doctor, uh, if you would give our listeners a bit of your professional background and um, tell us, you know, what it is that you love about what you do.
1: Well, my specialty is treating uh, post-viral and other causes of chronic fatigue syndrome and fibromyalgia. My background is in internal medicine, on an MD. Uh, I got into this because in medical school I came down with a nasty viral syndrome that I called the drop dead flu that knocked me out of medical school and left me homeless. Uh, So I had to learn how to recover from post viral chronic fatigue syndrome back then and I spent the last 45 years researching, writing, and teaching about these conditions. Now,
0: Tammy, I understand that uh, you're an educator, is that correct?
2: Uh, yes, I am I'm an elementary special education
0: teacher. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How long has it been since you were first diagnosed?
2: I was diagnosed in June of 2020.
0: Okay. Were your uh, symptoms severe at the outset, um, or did they gradually become worse?
2: Um, the actual onset—the uh, first, the two weeks that I was. Um, isolated with it. Uh, they were not bad symptoms. Um, I've gone, actually gone to work feeling worse. Um, I would say the biggest thing was the fatigue. Um, I had a sore throat and a um, few aches and pains, but nothing that um, would have n- normally even kept me home.
0: Had you been uh, being mindful of uh, the virus uh, before that, taking certain precautions? And you weren't vaccinated at the time, of course.
2: Uh, nope, nope, that wasn't a possibility at Absolutely. the time um i was being I was being careful um I did end up uh, going to a concert that was somebody was just doing at their house. There was like five people in their driveway, and there were people sitting out in the street, nobody real close to each other. We were masked and um It ended up that one of the people that were there, a friend of mine, uh, came down with it, and I did about four days later, so we're not sure exactly where it came from then, Um, but that's all I know (laughs) But I I ended up, like I said, with a not too bad of a case, and um, recovered, and spent the summer doing almost my normal things, and then it it came back um, pretty severely in uh, October
0: and September oh, well. Doctor um, Tammy's talking about the the fatigue. Talk about this extreme fatigue what what is the the cause of this extreme fatigue in patients?
1: Well, basically what these viruses do, and there are literally over a dozen infections that trigger post-infectious chronic fatigue syndrome. COVID is simply one. What they've been shown is that these trigger hypothalamic dysfunction. Uh, This is a key control center in the brain that controls sleep hormonal production and regulation, and autonomic function. Uh, These, in many ways, are the keys to energy production. Uh, When this circuit breaker goes off, energy production drops. So what you're gonna see is people coming in, not just with fatigue and exhaustion, but the paradox of inability, inability to sleep despite the exhaustion and that should tip you off that this is a post-viral CFS and fibromyalgia um, we're also seeing with the autonomic dysfunction a lot of tachycardia and uh, orthostatic intolerance uh, called POTS um, so tired, achy, brain fog, can't sleep these people are not anxious even though they may understandably be anxious, they have post-viral chronic fatigue syndrome and the important thing is to recognize that this is a very real and treatable process.
0: Tammy, when your symptoms subsided uh, and you went back to basically your, your normal everyday life, had you been cleared medically as uh, being COVID-free or did you think, well, okay, I don't have the symptoms anymore, I'm, I'm good to go?
2: Um, No, I never got cleared saying that I was COVID free. Um, It was just the the time wore wore off as far as it ran its course and I just went about my daily routines.
0: Talk about uh, the relapse.
2: Um, We started back to school and and we had had a bad storm here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa where I live so our school was delayed. And so when we started back to school, everybody was kind of behind the eight ball and trying to catch up with everything. So everybody was tired. Um, I continued to get extremely chronically fatigued to where I couldn't even walk uh, 0.2 miles. And I normally ride my bike 30, 40 miles without thinking anything about it. And um, I thought I came back down with COVID again, got tested, it was negative. Um, but I was off work for another two and a half weeks, and um, yeah, I hadn't been the same since then. Um, the brain fog, the the um, chronic chronic fatigue was was incredible. It's nothing like I have ever felt before. Um, mm-hmm. The different things that I experienced from October until um, I spoke to Dr. Kaidelbaum in April.
0: Dr. Teitelbaum, when it comes to combating uh, long COVID, is it um, characterized by symptoms such as Tammy's dissipating and then coming back full force, or is it something where the symptoms really never go away, or is it a combination it, of the two?
1: It can be either or okay. both. I mean, they, some people will get initial improvement but then relapse, and others they just never go away. Um, And the key thing, though, to recognize is, again, this is very treatable. Uh, We've published seven studies now, including a randomized, double-blind, placebo-controlled perspective study uh, that showed that a protocol to optimize energy that we call the SHINE protocol, which optimizes sleep, hormonal function, um, and hypotension, basically the uh, orthostatic intolerance, uh, addresses other infections, nutritional support, and low-grade exercise for conditioning as able, um, resulted in a 91% average improvement in quality of life. Now, that was P. less than .0001 versus placebo for for each of the different outcome measures that we had. Um, So again, the SHINE protocol to optimize energy and people get their lives back, they recover.
0: Are there any dangers or or warnings that people should have about taking things such as five-hour energy or these energy drinks trying to combat fatigue, whether they know it's COVID or not?
1: Well, a little bit of caffeine, a cup of coffee or two a day is fine, but when you start trying to beat a dead horse with caffeine and other stimulants, Mm -hmm. uh, in addition to aggravating the orthostatic intolerance, it's basically an energy loan shark when you're doing this. And it's better to give real energy with the SHINE protocol to help the person heal.
0: Could you go into a little bit more in depth about the SHINE protocol? Does it involve any type of dietary changes or things of that nature?
1: Generally, people want to avoid excess sugar like sodas and fruit juices, and they want to increase salt intake. Uh, Salt restriction with this illness is a recipe to crash and burn. Uh, Beyond that, most people feel better with a high-protein diet. But the keys will be using a mix of natural and medication options to optimize sleep. That's the s uh, that's so critical to recovery, and people do better with a low dose of several things like trazodone or flexeril, uh, simple things, uh, just in small doses like 25 to 50 milligrams of tracodone. uh natural options, melatonin, herbals can be very helpful. Um, and then the hormones uh, the blood test being normal means nothing it just means there's not two standard deviations out or in the lowest 2% of the population uh, to put it in perspective issue size of 6 is normal A, a income of $8,100 a year would medically be normal but it's certainly not healthy um, you need to look at the symptoms of low thyroid low adrenal, uh, reproductive hormones and then the hormones need to be optimized as well uh, then we look for other infections um, and then we'll give nutritional support uh, that tends to be pretty widespread and aggressive. Tammy, let's talk briefly
0: about how you've been managing your uh, long COVID with the SHINE protocol and how your experience has been?
2: Um, I It has totally turned everything around for me. Um, actually getting on to the, um, the sleep and the medications and different things as, as Dr. Teitelbaum was talking about made a huge difference, um, I was not able to sleep um, beside being um, chronically fatigued. And then taking um, the smart energy and um, the revitalization system helped, like I said, just balance um, things. And then down the line, um, also taking um, recovery factors, was a main thing for me um, for clarity of the brain fog that continued to hang on over the summer, and started that within four days, my my brain fog was gone. After my my body was balanced from everything else that um, Dr. Teitelbaum had put me on with the Shine Protocol, um, and it mm-hmm. it has totally changed, changed everything. Um, I started back to work yesterday or on Friday, Great. and uh, ended up. I ended up being off work in the spring for about six weeks and probably should have been off for the majority of the school year last year with Lee. I was, but doing much better now.
0: Good. It's good to hear that you're doing much, much better. Give us a website where we can learn more about the SHINE protocol if you would.
1: You know, there'll be two main things. Overall, the website vitality101.com gives an overview of the Shine protocol. Tammy mm-hmm. also mentioned a supplement called Recovery Factors, which is available from Europe. www.recoveryfactors.com. Uh, we've published two studies now on that, showing dramatic improvements with post-viral fatigue.
0: Well, I appreciate both of you joining us here on the program this evening. It's been quite enlightening, and hopefully we'll all have an opportunity to sit down and have another conversation.
1: Oh, Neil, always a pleasure. Thank you, Neil.
0: You've been listening to Health Professional Radio. I'm your host, Neil Howard, in conversation with Tammy Kratz and Dr. Jacob Teitelbaum. Audio copies of this program are available at hpr.fm and healthprofessionalradio.com.au. You can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, listen in, download at SoundCloud, and be sure and subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com, Health Professional Radio.